Welcome back to Views from the 50, an NFL podcast where we provide coverage on all things NFL. I'm your co-host, El Jefe, and I'm joined here by my fellow members of the SMN crew. What's going on, Wayne? What's up? What's up, Jeff and Mr. Disappointed? We're here for another week. Uh, excited to be here. Another week of playoffs and basketball season's heating up. As you can see the trades going. So, yeah, we're here. <clears throat> all right, all right. What's going on, uh, Mr. Disappointed? Uh, it's another day. Oh, what is what is today? Thursday? Uh, it's It's... 18 days into dry January. Haven't had a drink. I, one of these days last weekend, I really wanted to drink really badly, but I decided against it for uh, for the betterment of everybody around me and myself. But sure. there were some people, some people really drove me very close to the bottle. Yeah, all very close. To- all, all I got to say real quick before you start, shout out to Disappointed and his sober journey. Keep it going. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to your sober journey because we we all know how hard it was to be sober this past weekend. And we going to get right into it. NFL's hottest topic, Dallas losing what they what they call an upset, a big upset. And and personally, for me, that word is just crazy because I believe that no team this this weekend, this past weekend got upset. And in all honesty, I think all these teams deserve to be where they were. As far as the Packers, man, starting from Thanksgiving, they were putting on a show. And Dallas, obviously, just they just weren't prepared. Um, but disappointed, man. I, I know you're real disappointed. So I'm going to let you get 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 this off. Get off the chest, man. Um, I don't. I don't really know where to start with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, the week week prior, you know, I even tried to devise game plan, different scenarios, and now the Cowboys can find the easiest route to the NFC Championship game. And lo and behold, they pulled the rug from right right up under me. Um, Dak Prescott. I don't know what it is about big games, but it always looks like there's ghosts in his eyes. I don't know what happened, why his nerves seemed like they were shot in the first half, but it happened when he played Green Bay his rookie year. He had a horrible first half. Second half, he plays well, but in this game specifically, the game was already out of reach. The defense did not show up whatsoever. I know that Micah Parsons claims he's supposed to be defensive player of the year. You know, this, that, and third about all pro selections, Cowboys having eight players selected to the all, you know, to the all pro team or whatever the number was. But do they really deserve it at this point? It's regular season, empty calorie accolades and stats. Dak has an MVP type season to throw two interceptions, one to Jair Alexander, which arguably is a pass interference, however you want to call it, it's the playoffs. These guys are going to play physical. You throw the interception, then a couple of series later, you throw a pick six, horrible pass, in fact, egregious. Don't know what we're looking at. C.D. Lamb, I don't know what happened there. He, there was a there was a, uh, some sort of disconnect between him and Dak. You could see it in the first drive when he dropped the third down pass. If the game plan was to run the ball, he was visibly frustrated. 
He let Jair Alexander push him in the back. There was no fight. The Cowboys just – there was no heart on the field for the Dallas Cowboys. And that is – that, unfortunately, is the character, the culture, the personality of Dallas Cowboys. It's it's a lot of fluff. It's a lot of, okay, um, you know, we're going to do this in the regular season. We're going to win the division. We're not – you know, we don't even have to address what's going on in Philadelphia. Cowboys, we just got to go out there and win. We got to seize everything, as they said on Twitter. I wish the the catchphrase, seize everything. It was like carpe, oh no, whatever, whatever the phrase was. But the Cowboys seized nothing. They seized nothing. They couldn't even grab their own nuts. They were castrated by the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Jones, Cowboy killer, three touchdowns. Romeo Dobbs goes for like 150. What are we doing? Um... Uh, what's his name? Dan Quinn. <laughs> uh, anytime he coaches, anytime he goes up against a guy from the Shanahan tree, they crush him. Sean McVay eats him alive. Kyle Shanahan eats him alive. Matt McFlore, as we saw, ate him alive. Pause. But it's it's just like what 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 is he? What has to happen for the Dallas Cowboys and this franchise? Well, we know one thing that they're not making a coaching change. And and that's the unfortunate truth in it all. That's the unfortunate uh, uh, the unfortunate consequence or result from all this. Absolutely nothing. No change is taking place. Dan Quinn may get hired and go somewhere else, but if other franchises are smart, they're going to be like, oh, keep him in Dallas because we know that if we have to play the Dallas Cowboys in the first game of the playoffs or whatever, it's going to be a cakewalk. Any sort of game that matters to the Dallas Cowboys, it's a layup for the other team. At least that's what I'm seeing. So, you know, got a lot of phone calls, got a lot of text messages. Guys were like, oh, well, ready to give up on your Dallas Cowboys? You know, you, you, you've done this for 30-plus years. Uh, isn't it time to go join a new franchise? Absolutely not. That'll never be the case. I'll pick up cricket. I'll pick up hockey. I'll pick up bowling on Sundays or something. Uh, I'll – Watch Lance Armstrong highlights, because he has. I mean, he has more nuts than than uh than Dallas Cowboys do apparently. Like Green Bay, like Jordan Love coming to the Dallas Cowboys home, sixteen and zero at home in the last sixteen games for what? For what? It's just weak hearted, man. It's just a lack of character, and something has to change, man. I don't know if Micah has to go, because arguably it could be a situation where we have uh. A Herschel Walker situation. We trade, get a whole bunch of first-round picks, and we just change it up, man, because I don't know, man. I don't know if Dak has to go. I don't know if Mike has to go. Some Somebody has to go because some somebody needs to be on the chopping block for this. It's unacceptable. Unacceptable. It is very unacceptable. I, 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 I'm not going to say I completely agree with you about um, trading away uh micah but uh Dak. what man, has he I'm, done I'm, what is explain to me what has he done in he, games that matter can you can you tell me what has he done i mean i get that but but Dak has been no, okay back Dak has been disappointing us year in and year out and we know who we know what ghost he was seeing on that field against uh against the packers he was seeing aaron Rodgers out there he was seeing his ghost we know it the defense gave up 20 points in the first half and they first first series, first is that, series. Is it, but but Dan Quinn's not making the proper adjustments either 
He's right. supposed they're, to be. He's supposed to be. Only, he's supposed to be the holy grail of 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 the defensive coaching. He's not, supposed he's to be supposed to be a one of the top candidates, not named Bill. You know, for head coaching, and 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 he's doing what, brother? <laughs> I understand the schemes, the coaching, and all that. I understand that. I don't disagree with you there. What does Micah Parsons do in big games? Except go on podcasts after. Like Draymond, not much. At least from what I saw, and Michael, pa- I love Mike Parsons. I love him as a Dallas. I Cowboy. mean, he got a holding call, but you know, he was finally, he, finally, he, had, well, he was what, he was definitely getting his calls. What what else has he done in in big games this season? He got smashed in the mouth by uh, uh, San Francisco. He said, "Oh, I got something for you, George Kittle." But now you don't got the chance because you didn't show up against Green Bay. Nobody no, I, showed up in Green Bay. They left. They left their own home. <laughs> Green Bay. Jordan Love. Jordan Love looked like Aaron Rodgers out there. He's throwing off his back foot. Supreme confidence. Finding finding the soft spot in the zone. Why was he finding the soft spot in the zone? He's just carving us up for twenty yards at a time. Stuff like it. It, it just it looked so bad. It looked like the Cowboys were a college football team going against professionals. There was no run game. I don't know what we're going to do with Tony Pollard, but he can't come back. He cannot come back. Not for $11 million. <laughs> And then we have, we have to pay Dak. No, we they don't. Their- we got to get rid of him. It's time, for, it's time for a new guy at the helm. Trey Lance? I don't know about Trey. Okay, then. So then you hey, trade... This- you trade somebody. You hey, have, listen, you gotta, listen, you gotta, you gotta listen. We got, we got, we got a first round. I believe the twenty fourth pick, and there's gonna be some guys that'll still be down there. We could, we could rock with. Yeah, all right. I just, I think, I think the Cowboys, the, the Cowboys need a, a, a shakeup. We, we need a culture change. There's, there's rumors and that we're going after Derrick Henry in free agency. There's Derrick also Henry's rumors. Old. There's also rumors Diggs is coming. A Diggs trade will happen. If they lose on Sunday. Yeah. What point is that going to – and they're not going to lose on Sunday? This is Buffalo's time. We'll get to that later. But this is Buffalo's time. And We'll see. But but, um, but, uh, – I wanted y'all to get that out off your chest first because y'all the Cowboys fans, you know, in general. Y'all had to get that off your chest. It's understandable. I feel it. I was surprised. You know, I mean, Jordan Love went out there and he was looking like baby A-Rod. To be honest with you, he was, he was throwing dots. It was it was nothing but dots being thrown on the field, and he has all young receivers. These are all receivers that he's going to be playing with for the next at least four to five because they're going to sign him. So it was impressive. It was just impressive by it was it was both disappointed by the Cowboys and impressed by the Packers because uh, Matt Matt Lafleur has your number too as well. He knows what to do. He knows how, what what plays to dial up against you guys. He gets it done. But for me. <clears throat> I would throw this out to you guys. This draft here is a heavy, heavy quarterback draft. Heavy. Y'all could end up trading Dak to a QB needed team, minus Chicago at one, because he can't go, he can't go number one overall unless y'all plan trading Parsons with him. But if y'all trade Dak to a QB needed team and just draft a quarterback, I don't see why not. The team will give you that that pick. Plus another pick if y'all just trade Dak. 
Plus, people are people are. I don't know where the rumor came from that Dak might be going to Miami, or you know, whatever that whole thing was about. But yeah, I did see that. That was crazy. I just don't know where. I don't know where where Dak could go potentially. Because I mean, where would where would Tua go then? Because y'all are not taking in Tua. Tua is not no. thriving anywhere else. If you trade, if you trade Dak, you offshore him, and you can't. You try to get a couple. You try to get a couple draft picks. That's what you're saying. So I'm trying to think of who. Carolina's pick is with Chicago, right? Uh huh. Yeah, they have nine. No, they have one, and uh, they have one so, and nine. So that one pick, you, I just, I can't see them keeping fields with how good Caleb Williams is. I cannot see it. Yeah, and Cliff King, I think Cliff was it Cliff Kingsbury? Yeah, whatever? I just saw that. Yeah, interviewing yeah. for the OC. So yeah. Yeah, so that Chicago might be going to pick him up. So <sighs> Caleb Williams. But I mean Caleb Williams is going to be entered in a black hole because there's no real there's no real receivers out there, so it's gonna be unfortunate for him. I just I'm 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 trying to figure out I don't I, I think we have to sit there and we gotta we gotta deal with that right now. But I I don't know. Some like I said, some somebody somebody has to go. I don't know if we have to do a complete reset and we just wait till Dak, you know, does his thing and then we let him test free agency. Unless something changes this year, which I know it's not. I, I think he has not. I think he has like another year on the contract at least. Because he just signed on a few years ago before his ankle injury or after and something like that. Yeah, but it's supposed to hit it's supposed to hit our cap really. It's gonna hit our cap bad, and that's gonna be. The oh problem. god! Yeah, no, nah. no, nah, he has to go. Sorry, yeah, time, that's gonna be the time. Because you go. you can't fail like that in the playoffs. He was he threw two pick sixes. You cannot that's do that. I, and I was telling people before, I was like, bro, I've seen this story before. I seen it. I seen this story before. He's a commentator now. I know this story. I knew this story. I saw it. And we've had two quarterbacks back to back do the same things. And it might be the curse of Jerry Jones. It might be the curse of Jerry Jones. I be. If it is, kid Jerry's just got to step down. He's got to step down like Daniel Slider. Yeah. Get uh, out of there. Unfortunately, I don't. I don't see that happening anytime soon. But but um, we need. We do need some change in Dallas, man. This is we we were the only team. This wild card weekend, not to defend um, our home, so this was this was not a good look for us at all. As you said, um, very disappointed in going sixteen and zero just to lose in a wild card round. Um, but yeah, just for Green Bay to go up to San Francisco and get Molly walked. Yeah, yeah. So let 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 let's get into that. As you said, Green Bay, man, they're traveling over to the 49ers. Um, and they, they get to see Brock Pretty and the gang um well rested off a of bye week. Um I'm for me, I I would love to see the Packers win this game. Um personally, it would make me feel a lot better um as far as losing to them. Uh but I I do feel like the 49ers they sh- they should be able to handle this easily. I don't I don't I mean this is a young, good team, but I don't know. Hopefully, the 49ers aren't prepared. Maybe they come in this game unprepared and, and love eats them up. We'll see. How, how y'all feel? Um, Honestly, uh, yeah, I feel like the Niners should handle business, but I would definitely love to see the Packers win too as well. And plus, 
that's another team that LaFleur has their number. You got to think about that. He knows how to dial up some players. He knows how to go in San Fran and win the game. So um, it'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting, but I don't, I don't, I don't think there's no way that Jordan Love's going to get past this defense. This defense is crazy. So um should be a good game still, but yeah, not sure when it. McCaffrey with two touchdowns at least, minimum. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think that uh, San Francisco's defense is going to come with a, a, an intensity that the Cowboys lacked. Um, they're going to be able to, you know, play – they're not going to be playing a whole bunch of zone and allowing Jordan Love or, you know, playing a whole bunch of zone and then rushing only four and five and giving um, Jordan Love a whole bunch of time to figure out what the defense is doing. San Francisco is a lot more physical. They are a no-nonsense football team. Not with, I mean, with Matt before knowing what's going on, they just they just don't have the talent that matches up with uh, San Francisco. San Francisco's offense is going to do what they need to do. With Debo Samuel and they have a run game, so their their offense is a little bit more dynamic, and so that's going to present a problem with that Green Bay defense. That would you know prior to at least playing Dallas, <laughs> they had they had a bit of issues on on the defense side of the ball. And I think San Francisco is going to exploit that, as the Cowboys should have. So San Francisco should win this game. But no, despite having a buy or anything, I think this team is going to be well prepared, and. They're gonna go in there and just hand the business as football teams that are better than other football teams do or should do. Dallas, right. <laughs> yeah, Dallas. Uh, they need to take take a listen to that one right there. Uh, well, let let's move on from all that disappointment. Um, and let's let's get on to some other things that happened in the NFC side of the bracket. Uh, the Lions. Um. They 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 finally had a home playoff game in pretty much my entire lifespan. Um, it's been Thanks. and the, <laughs> and they were and they were able to handle business barely barely hang on and handle business. This was probably the most exciting um wild card game of the weekend. The only close game there really was. Mm -hmm. Um, but the Lions they they were able to take care of business. And I I don't know if you guys got to see it after the game, um, when Stafford and Golf hugged. But um, Stafford told um, golf to go win it all. Um, but how do y'all how do y'all feel about um, the Lions handling business and, like I said, getting their first home playoff game in pretty much our entire lifespan? Let's go for the city of Detroit. They they have gone through a lot. <laughs> um, the shortened career of Barry Sanders, the shortened career of Megatron, Calvin Johnson. You know, even what Matthew Stafford was doing in Detroit, they never really got a chance to see a lot of playoff success. If you know, they just never really saw it to play any sort of playoff success, obviously. So it was good for them. I know I think that Matt Matthew Stafford, even though the Lions are a good football team, I think Matthew Stafford did them a favor. Because I feel like Matthew Stafford could have very well just won that game. But, you know, shout out to Dan Campbell and those boys in Detroit. I mean, ultimately they did get the job done. And Congratulations, man. I, I wish them the best luck in the playoffs. Those are one of those feel-good stories that I do think if there's any team in the NFC I would like to see make it, it would be Detroit. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Detroit, happy for them. Uh, they definitely deserve it. Uh, it's been a while. 
I feel like they had a couple of 0-16 seasons. No, they had one, but it, it's just But been they a had rough the road one. for them. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was just really bad. So um had a had a lot of uh miscued years. Uh Dan Dan Campbell came through and he brought some energy that's been different that they've been needing. So um they got the job done. Golf's playing some good football right now. Um that I, I agree with you. Uh that Stafford definitely could have ended them. Uh but he wanted to give it to Detroit. Uh they deserved it. Uh, you know, he's been there a couple of times in the playoffs, but he didn't do anything when they made it to the playoffs when he was in Detroit. So um definitely good for them though. Good for Detroit, good for the city. But Yeah, let's man. see how they do. Let's see how they Yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the Lions, man. They got it done for their city, and the city is back alive with Dan Campbell, like Hey, Joe said. but let Baker bake because he coming in there hot. He coming in to make some noise. <laughs> So it's gonna be an interesting game against them this weekend. That's for sure. uh, yeah, You know. as 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 you said, um. The the Bucks um they they took down the Eagles in in the final game of the NFC, um in very surprising fashion the Eagles couldn't even get double digits in that one, um and now they they get to travel to Detroit. How how do how do y'all feel about the Bucks uh and Baker man they they were not prepared for the bake. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I was gonna I was gonna let Wayne go first, but no, I I I think that we saw in full effect the issues come. I mean, we already knew that there were some issues in in the city of brotherly love, as they they call it. They call it that, and the other side of that that they're broad street bullies. You know, they have broad street bullies, but I guess that's hockey, so never mind. Because the Eagles obviously were not bullying anybody this season. Started off ten and one. Finished two and five for the season. Philadelphia, they have an issue now. Nick Sirianni is not the coach that we thought they that he was. Brian Johnson is not the offensive coordinator to get the offense going. Um, Matt Patricia being the defense coordinator that switched midway during the season obviously did nothing for them. Jason Kelsey may be retiring. He nothing's final yet. You know, a little bit of rumblings and the pressure speaking, you know, a post-game conversation with Fletcher Cox. You know, he called the reporter a clown, but that that's just that just shows a little bit of emotional frustration. You know what I mean? He, the Eagles only put up nine points against the Buccaneers. Baker Mayfield goes for three TDs. I mean, and I love redemption art. Trust me, I've watched enough anime to, to definitely appreciate a redemption art. And Baker Mayfield, this is what Baker Mayfield's going through right now. I, you know, these, these, he's Detroit should win that game. Detroit's a well-rounded team. I think that the Buccaneers are riding a high right now. But I think it also, I think it speaks more so to Philadelphia's inability to show up for this game and the inner uh, qualms that are going on, whether it be with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith being a little bit hurt, you know, players being Jalen frustrated Finger. with Not even Jay well, yes, Jalen's finger, but you know, Dallas Goddard had a you know a little exchange with Jalen Hurts on the sideline. The cameras caught, you know, the cameras were able to catch that. And this isn't the first time that somebody on the offense has said something to Jalen Hurts out of frustration. We see we saw AJ Brown do it earlier this season. Even if the Eagle, even the Eagles, so even though the Eagles were able to finish the game with a win, 
you know, there's something going on in the Eagles locker room that isn't necessarily being talked about. Obviously, it won't, but mm-hmm. there they imploded. This is one of those implosions that may have some significant consequences after the fact, after the season. Yeah, I saw some reports that uh, their head coach may be on the chopping block soon. So, we'll... Which is crazy because he was just in the Super Bowl, but Nick Sirianni does talk a lot. You know, he doesn't necessarily have and they, control. And they said that was the problem. Silent. They said that was the problem because he talked too much. They said that that might be the reason his um their reasoning for getting rid of him because he can't. Well, yeah, I mean, shot. what's the uh, what was what was that dude's name? The head of security that you know got uh <laughs> oh man got Drake Greenlock kicked out of the game. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you know, it's just I, it's the unruly, unruly sideline. It's unruly right now. They they might have to, you know, get him out and uh, make some changes. About Dom. Dom. Yes, Dom. exactly. Yeah, big Dom. Mm-hmm. Dom. Yeah, so, you know, I think there's a big problem in Philly, but the Buccaneers came out there, um, executed excellently on the defense side of the game, the defense side of the ball, especially putting pressure on Jalen Hurts. And getting to him, not allowing him to do what he does and get out of the pocket and, you know, create plays on the run or, you know, those little makeshift plays on the backyard football. They were able to really shut that down. And it obviously, you know, we're obviously seeing ways to defeat the Philadelphia Eagles. But, you know, obviously we'll have to wait till next season. Yeah, and um, now the Bucks travel to Detroit. So um, how y'all feel about this one? These guys, they already played earlier this season in October. Uh, where the Lions beat them in Tampa already, um, twenty to six. So I mean, for me, I I don't, I know Baker's been been hot and he's been putting on, but this might be all she wrote. Detroit, Detroit, they're coming into Detroit. That city's hot. Damn, Campbell's got them boys fired up. This might be time. Might be all she wrote. How y'all feel? Hmm. Uh, shoot, it's going to be tough, man. But uh, I think the Lions probably pull out another close one. Uh, and it's like it's an NFC championship game as far as I feel like they'll go now. Um, but it's going to be a close one. Uh, Baker's been hot, man, not turning the ball over. Um, he's getting all his receivers involved. Um, you know, the defense is looking solid. Defense is looking like they did in the Super Bowl year, uh, when they had Brady. So, um, everybody, everybody's buying in. Um, and right now they're playing really good football, but I feel like the Lions will take it in the close one. Yeah, I think I think that despite Tampa Bay being on, you know, a tear right now, and they're playing a really good brand of football on both sides of the ball. And, you know, to Wayne's point, you know, you, the less turnovers you have the better your chances are of winning. I think both teams, you know, they play a, they play really, they've been playing really consistent football. Both defenses are physical. Jared Goff has been there before. And I think he's, you know, he apart with Dan Campbell, they're going to have this team a little bit more prepared. Not to say that, you know, guys on the Bucks have been before, but, I don't think Baker's gone, and I think that's going to be the difference. The cube, there's just a, a level of QB maturity that I think Jared Goff has a little bit over, a little bit more so over Baker Mayfield in going to the Super Bowl. 
And I also think with being in Detroit, that's going to add different element to, you know, what's what's going to happen as far as the energy goes. Detroit, that Detroit crowd is going to be really pumped up. And I think that they do get the opportunity to go to the NFC Championship game. All right. Well, it sounds like uh, we might be previewing a 49ers and Lions game next week. Um, but we'll have to see what really happens in these matchups um, between the Packers 49ers and Bucks and, and Lions. Um, but that's enough of the NFC side of the uh, bracket. Let's get into some AFC business where the Texans, let's start off with them. They went in C.J. Stroud, rookie QB, rookie head coach, Handle business against the NFL's number one defense, Cleveland, where Flacco was hot. He was making me some money these the, those last couple weeks of the uh, regular season, but playoff time it was it was not looking good for those boys. Um, I'm I I for one am happy for CJ, um, and and I'm glad I'm glad they were able to sniff a a, a playoff home home game and home victory. Um, good for him. Um, and I was I, they even said uh. During the one of the reporters, they were talking about how he goes to uh, dinners with the other quarterbacks, and now uh, the other quarterbacks they have wives, and now it won't be hard for him to find a girl to bring with him after that win. So, <laughs> we'll, we'll hopefully we'll, we'll get some follow up to that because that, that 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 was pretty funny. Uh, but outside of that, man, how 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 do y'all feel about young CJ and um, the Texans? Yeah, my boy CJ getting to it as well. You know, getting jiggy, hey. getting loose, man. Cleveland, I mean, Joe Flacco, in, in my personal opinion, I think he, you know, whatever stipulation was in his contract, he's like, look, get us to the playoffs. Da -da -da -da, I got him to the playoffs, and that's that was pretty much all she wrote. This Houston, Texas team, you know, potential coach of the year candidate, if not the coach of the year, and D'Amico Ryans had that defense ready to go, forcing two turnovers from Joe Flacco. And, you know, C.J. Stroud had an excellent outing as a rookie quarterback, obviously rookie of the year. Playing excellent football. Imagine if he had Tank Dell as well. Houston looks really good. Now, coming to Baltimore, it's 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 cold out here. He's not going to stand much of a chance at all against this Baltimore Ravens team football team. But, you know, it was, it was a fun run, Houston. It was a very fun run this season. And it was, you know, they, they played good football, man. They played well. They played well against Cleveland. It, it it's unfortunate because I really liked Cleveland earlier this season. Um, Deshaun Watson. They're gonna have to figure something out with him because they reset the market for no reason. Because now Deshaun Watson can't do anything without you know if, if he's not getting massages, he obviously is a regular civilian. So Cleveland's yes. gonna have to figure that out. I mean, they are gonna get um, they they're gonna be getting Nick Chubb back, so that's gonna be good for them. In the following season, hopefully they can find some some success at the quarterback position. But you know, forty five, fourteen, the the it speaks for itself. Yeah, agreed, agreed, one hundred percent. CJ is playing some great ball. Uh, the Texans are playing some great ball also right now, especially with their uh, trick plays, man. For some reason, or not even trick plays, just their deep balls in general. Um, CJ is letting it go, and his his arm is showing. Come on, brother. That man. Deep balls? Yeah. Balls. All right, all right, all right. Big balls. I'm just messing with y'all. I'm messing with <laughs> Hey, big, hey. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Was, <laughs> the oh, Hail Marys. Oh, my God. You know what? You we'll go with the, the Hail Marys. Shout out to Tupac. 
<laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah no nah, that man's playing some good good ball right now <laughs> and uh <laughs> just bad. but at, without tech Dell, he's still got some weapons with him uh the emergence of uh devin singletary uh he's been you know when he, uh damian harris who had a great rookie season last year went down um he came in and he's just been balling ever since uh, scoring touchdowns every week. So um, he's been a big piece for him. Uh, if if CJ just had dumped the ball off, uh, you guys, his old guy, uh, Dalton, Dalton Schultz over there eating for CJ right now, getting it done. Um, but uh, he, right now it's just, it's they're all clicking. Um, and D'Amico got the guys running um, and doing all the right things that they need to do to get the job done. Their defense is nice too. Everybody's healthy on the defense and they really can get the job done. So it'll be an interesting one next week in Baltimore. This weekend, I should say. Yeah, yeah. As you said, this week, man, they travel to Baltimore for a very interesting matchup against a well-rested Lamar Jackson. And uh, there's been talk about Mark Andrews uh, potentially being active off IR for this game and playing in this matchup. Um, So we could see we could see their famous tight end um, get back on the field and get lined up with their star uh, QB and Lamar Jackson and looking for that potential Super Bowl run together. Uh, But, you know, at first they got to get through this this red hot um, first year QB. First year head coach in uh, CJ and D'Amico. Um, for me, I, I hopefully this is a good matchup. Hopefully, um, it's not a really one sided matchup. I'd love to see a dog fight here, um, but I, I think the Ravens will definitely win this game. I don't, I don't, I don't think the, uh, I think the Texans, man, they they put up a good fight against the Browns, um, but everybody. Uh, matter of fact, I think I was I was telling disappointed this um, off off air one one time or something. I was telling somebody this. Uh, I was actually talking to a patient. She was um, her mom was actually from Cleveland, and I was asking. I said, "Hey, how do you how do you feel about this weekend going into the game?" And she said, "We're gonna lose." I said, "Whoa!" I said, "Joe Flacco, he's been hot. He's been playing well. Um, y'all y'all got the number one defense." She said, "No, we're gonna lose." I said. Dang, that's how you feel. She said, "We're the Browns, and that's what we do, and that's just what they did." And it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it, it's crazy. Yeah. She called it, and I wish I could see her again, but I know she went back to Cleveland. So if she if she ever watches this, man, uh, shout out to you because you, I should have took that money line. <laughs> um, but outside of that, uh, how you how y'all feel about the uh, y'all y'all think the Texans stand any chance here? Yeah, unfortunately, um, no. Uh, it's gonna be a good battle. Uh, but man, that Baltimore defense is crazy. They're the two thousands like Baltimore. I don't want to touch that, but they are two thousands like they like to you know, uh, they they keep the score low for the opposing team, and then the offense always goes off. And Lamar's been playing some great ball. It's time for him to show what he can do in the playoffs. He's been healthy all year. There's no excuse at this point. Um, that offense has been clicking uh, with Todd Moken. Um, and he's been really a strong piece in uh, making Lamar more thrower. I mean, more passer, you know, overall. And uh, he, he barely is using his legs. So that's what really was helping out. And when he does use his legs, you know how lethal he is. So um, 
it should be a very interesting game. I know DeBico's going to dial up some good plays on defense, but um, still, it'll be Ravens. Ravens should get it, get the job done. Yeah. Um, Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen, I think they're going to have this Ravens defense firing on all cylinders. They're going to – I don't want to say they're going to get after C.J. Stroud, but – I think they're going to disturb him enough. Plus, this cold, you know, playing in Houston and traveling up here. They obviously it's been cold across the country, but this Baltimore cold is a different type of cold. And mm-hmm. but I mean, Lamar, he he has he has a deep threat now in Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham, old however you want to look at it, still an effective wide receiver when push comes to shove, and he definitely is experienced. So, you know, he knows what it takes to win. And if he's able to if he's able to get um Mark Andrews back, it only adds to the weapons that he has on the offensive side of the ball. So it's just interesting because Lamar Jackson was all, was the leading rusher on the football team, Andrew twenty one yards, as well as obviously the leading passer. So you know, we we obviously know the dual threat that Lamar Jackson is. I I just believe that Baltimore just has you know, a lot more experience, obviously. And they're gonna come prepped, ready to play. That you know that the, the essentially the two weeks off is, I think, it's gonna work to their benefit. You know, a lot of times you see teams they're not necessarily prepared, but I think this is Baltimore's time. Plus, what is there's like a thing where it's like every twelve years the Ravens win the Super Bowl, and this is the twelfth year. So, you know, we might as well just get ready. Okay, there's the crystal ball looking into the future for us. Um, Maybe we should uh go take that bet uh now and uh let uh disappointed uh told us to uh but outside of that let's let's uh let's see the Chiefs man uh they they handle business once again this season uh taking care of the Dolphins in in spectacular fashion um it, I don't even the the number one offense looked like. The number thirty-two offense, um, it was it was crazy. Um, you would you would you would have thought Tua wasn't playing. You would have thought Hill and Waddle were both hurt. Um, seven points is just unacceptable. I think that was that was the lowest scoring out of any team. Um, even the Eagles put up more in their disappointing loss. Um, <laughs> it's just it's it's unacceptable, and there has to be some changes. In Miami, there has to be, um, and I haven't really heard anything. I don't know if you guys have, but some something's got to change there. Um, seven points, unacceptable. How y'all feel? It's Tua, man. Like I don't care. Tua's good in that system, man. But at the end of the day, it's still on him. He has a lot of talent around him, so much speedsters, but he just can't get it done in in inclement weather in general. It's just awful. So I I don't know, it's it's him and he you know he he's played healthy this year which was cool and all that but I just feel like it's it's on him, um, because the defense itself they're responding, but Jalen Ramsey is off now you know what I mean he's he's been getting cooked on a couple routes, um but that's what I really feel like you know is a big issue over there. Because they're running out of Tyreek Hill's years. I think he only has like a couple years left. And he said he's just going to retire after that. So um, 
it's 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 on it's really on the heels of Tua at this point. But convincing win by Chiefs. The Chiefs got it done on both sides of the ball at that and uh receivers were actually catching the ball outside of uh Mr. Travis Swift. That's crazy. Yeah, he he was not he was not doing his job. Yeah, my man was dropping pa- easy passes. So yeah. <laughs> he was not doing his job. Hey, but the crazy part is now uh Jason Kelsey gets to go watch in the booth with you know Mama Kelsey and Tra- and uh, Taylor. So you know they'll be showing it all game. Oh yeah, yeah they will. Yeah they will. <laughs> yeah, I, I just Miami. It's it's. We know we know the weather out in Miami. We know what's going on. It's it's pretty, you know. It's a lot of, a lot of palm trees, all that jazz, Grand Theft Auto characters. It's a lot of fun out there. Absolutely. When it when it gets when it gets nice and cold and gritty, real football weather, it gets tough. And you know, Tyree got used to Miami. Wow. I don't think Tua. I think Tua. You know, he he played football down south versus college. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's crazy. Um. I don't know where Eric Waddle's from, but you know these these guys. They're it's, it's pretty weather down there. It's pretty weather down south. Kansas City is is no joke, and Kansas City they were just ready to play. It was cold. Nobody went. Nobody went to touch anybody. So you know you you're, you're either going to hit or you're going to get hit. And Kansas City did the hitting. Um, it's Patrick Mahomes helmet chip. That's how that's how cold it was. But you know those guys, they were they were prepped. You know Andy Reid, you know got the the frozen snot, the frozen water in his mustache. You know that that's just the cloth that Kansas City's cut from. Now it's going to be a different cold when they have to travel to Buffalo, and you know B- Buffalo, who is my early pick for that game, I think Buffalo is well accustomed. They're they're going to be Buffalo's been firing on all cylinders. I think Buffalo is going to finally be able to take, you know, exercise the demon that is Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. I think that is it's time for Buffalo to do that. But Kansas City, they were able to get their one win in the postseason against a non-cold, uh, you know, a team that hates the cold, obviously, in Miami. I'm sure they went back and, you know, fired the lines up. Everybody just doing what they're doing, doing their best Michael Irvin and 90s Cowboys impression. Wow. In those Miami, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. That's crazy. I know drugs are not fashionable anymore. Yeah, not at all. No, say no to drugs, kids. That's 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 that's, that's, that's exactly what you got to do. Consult with your dare, um, but counselors. Exactly, dare. Yes, <laughs> dare was a crazy program back in the day. I wonder if they even still have that program out for these uh, elementary school kids. Man, you know, they're they're probably pushing. They're probably pushing kids to do drugs now. Right. You see that, and they're like, "Oh, this is cool. Let me do that." All right, kids. I'm here to tell you, dare program. I'm I'm reinstating that. It exists. You want to sign up? I got you, brother. We don't believe you. Right. Come on now. I know the dare program. You want I you you need me to you need me to recite it for you? Nope. Absolutely not. I got I I know I know what they I know what it stands for. I can tell you it all. I believe it. <laughs> but uh let's 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 go ahead and um let's recap though that last game. Um as you as you mentioned, uh the Bills won the game, but but who did they play? They they beat up on a team uh that Mike Tomlin hasn't had 
under 500 his entire uh, career there. Uh, but as we, as we had, had previously said, all, all good things have to come to an end. And it was a wild card weekend for him where all things came to the end. Um, they got destroyed by Buffalo and now Buffalo has a home date finally with Mahomes. Um, he had to previously play him two times in Kansas city where he's, where he's lost. So maybe it's time for Josh Allen to exercise some demons and, and get the job done. Uh, but how do y'all feel about the Steelers getting dismantled like that? Man, no shock whatsoever. Um, but Mike Tomlin's boys fought. They kept it kind of close. They're going to blame it on the referees, which is crazy. But uh, Buffalo Doesn't came everybody? In. Yeah, you know, that's how it goes. Uh, you know, refs don't get fined. So that is what it is. But, uh, no, nah, Buffalo had a business like they should. You know, kept their home field going at least for another week, which is good for them. Um, it'll be a good battle. I know they want this revenge against KC, especially in the playoffs. It's going to be a really good battle. So, um, you know, this next one's going to mean something for them real, real good. So, be a good battle. I'll be ready, for, ready to see it. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh at this point, their, their Super Bowl is getting a winning record, which is fine. But they kind of just had nothing coming for that Buffalo team. I will say it's kind of cheeky when Josh Allen does that fake slide. It's kind of like, all right, man, like just, you know, don't exploit the rules like that because then later on in the game he gets hit and they do flag it, but, it, you know, they probably shouldn't because it's just, you know, you just never know with Josh Allen. He's very cheeky like that. But Buffalo got right. It got They got their stuff together at the right time. Now they're going to be hosting Kansas, a Kansas City team who the receivers can't catch the ball. Travis Kelsey, as Wayne, you know, said previously, is more focused on, you know, likes and his upcoming engagement with Taylor Swift. So, you know, I think he's going to be ready. I think he's 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 not going to be fully prepared. And, you know, I think it's it's time for Kansas City to just, you know, take their vacation for the summer or you know, get ready for summer vacation. And it's Buffalo's time to make it to the AFC Championship game, where they'll probably be facing off against the Buff. I mean, the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, all right. Is that another crystal ball look? Could we be getting a glimpse into the future and a potential matchup between the uh, Ravens and Bills for a date to the Super Bowl? Well, you never know. Um, but I appreciate everybody for stopping by. You can join us next week where we uh will preview the road to the, uh, more more of the road to the Super Bowl. Until then, make sure to follow us. Views from the dot fifty on IG, YouTube views from the fifty podcast, Spotify and Google views from the fifty. Until next time.